and we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we love talking about Barbara Streisand. No, we don't. And we love the effect that she's had. Yes, we do. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Uh, short lineup at the moment. Should change. Should change. So we'll see how this plays out. From the Midwest of the U.S., where we can basically tell Mike Pence F-U all day and night. And we usually do. Hi, Bridget. <laughs> Good evening. Yeah, we're trying to... Oh, and a little off to the right. Joey, you made it. I did tell you I would be right back. Well, you weren't just right back. That's the thing. Well, it took a, it took a moment because, you know, ESET is a pain in the butt sometimes. Yeah, but if I'd had, if I'd had to hold my breath until you got back, I'd be dead now. Well, be glad that you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> He's got a good point. He's got a good point. So, yeah, we're we're back. Hi, everybody. It is spooky day. Yes, it is spooky day. It is it is Halloween. It is. Uh, oh, okay. No, wait. Happy Halloween Eve. Yes. All right. No, wait a minute. Tomorrow is Halloween. Or actually, tomorrow for me. Yeah. Today for you. Okay. November first is the Day of the Dead, right? Right, but Halloween is October thirty first. Uh, no, no, it's... no. Um, hold up a second. Let me double check that. Yeah, you, I... you you go ahead and do that while I finish this off. Hi, welcome welcome to the show, everybody. If you're with us live, of course, as always, you can chat us up because we've got the live chat going over there. Stephanie, again, good to see you. Uh, thank you for the update, by the way. Um, that's a new one by me, and uh, I'm I'm sincerely hoping that you know what you're dealing with at this point is at least a positive step towards, you know, really handling all the stuff that's going on for you. So, you know, on behalf of all of us, hoping good for you and Felix, hi, it's good to see you. Yeah. There. Sorry. You were correct. Uh, November 1st is Dia de los Muertos. Uh, it is also all, uh, all souls day. day. Uh, all, uh, November 2nd, I believe is all saints day. And then, of course, uh, uh, October 31st is All Souls Eve. Yep. There you go. Yeah, so it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. So pull out your copies of Coco, everybody. Uh, oh, wait. What was what was the other? Okay, wait a minute. There was another one. Damn, I don't remember what the what the name of the other movie was. Because there's always these two different uh, two different movies with the same overall premise that end up happening. There was an, there was another death thing no what was the book of life that was the one that i absolutely love that movie the book of life is wonderful if if for no other reason then you can actually go ahead and say that um one of the villains is voiced by one of the greatest voice actors there is out there ron Ron perlman oh yeah he is good ron perlman why the hell ron perlman was not um uh was not in the MCU. I mean, I don't I don't understand why they they didn't use him 
I I can imagine it probably has something to do with the whole uh, he uh, he he did do Hellboy, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did did what now? Need to double check something real quick. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, uh, yes, he he did uh, he did play Hellboy. Yes. So yeah, I think that would be the thing is that. Uh, that being Hellboy kind of precludes him from uh, participating in the MCU because Hellboy is a different, uh, uh, different comic book uh, uh, franchise. Well, yeah, but I mean, he he could have he could have portrayed, you know, whatever doesn't matter because it, 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 it's it's. It, you know how it is. Disney rules and all that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> The last time Disney worked together with some, with a competitor was what? Uh, who Roger Roger Rabbit. Rabbit? Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, and they intentionally made Touchstone Pictures so they could do stuff like that. Way to go, Disney! Way to go! All right, so uh, folks might be wondering, hey, Shu, what you going to be drinking for us tonight? Well, I've opted tonight that I'm going to be trying the Shucked Up Belgian White. You know, the one with the orange with the with the with the mohawk on it. I thought you did I that. Love one him. Yeah. I no, I have not I have not tried that one yet because as you can see, the lid is still on it. Uh, well no no, I'm pretty sure on another sh- uh, on another episode you have had that before. I don't think so. I don't remember. Oh. I'm pretty sure. This one says it's a twist top. Hmm. Let's see how well I destroy my hand. Oh, it actually twisted off correctly. Mm-hmm. We we have the technology. Yes, they're called <laughs> opposable thumbs. It is the only thing that is keeping cats from taking over the world. True. Which is also a, a lead to the horrible scopes tonight. Don't worry, you'll you'll uh, you'll find out about that. So, uh, so tonight was also. Uh, it's got nothing to do with anything else. Was the twenty second anniversary for uh, a couple friends of mine, the folks that I go out with on? Uh, oh wow, that's 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 pretty nifty. On uh, on uh, Saturdays, anyway. They got married on Halloween because they love all all spooky kind of stuff. You might remember last week's Horrible Scopes talked about uh, that one guy that always loves to go through haunted houses and comment on everything. Yeah, he's the guy for me who did it like that and kind of got me to appreciate those. Huh. Well, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. So, okay. So this is kind of... Um, Looks about right. Uh, yeah. You'll forgive me. It looks like something tang no (laughs) No. i know what you're thinking i know what you're thinking Uh but i don't think you've been that dehydrated uh recently well that cloudy i'd be recommending some antibiotics or ivermectin perhaps (laughs) no ivermectin no thanks thanks bridget now now i have reason to worry Okay. Um right off the bat, it's not it's not one of those things where I'm just going to go ahead and put it down and that's it. So, you know, that's a that's a that's a plus. Um there is a good portion of it that kind of starts off as 
to beer, but uh, that goes away pretty quickly. Um, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to like this one, but I don't think I'm going to hate this one. And trust me, we know from a couple weeks ago, I have tried some stuff where I take a sip and then said, <laughs> no. Oh, you got up and dismissed with that, like immediately. It was that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that grapefruit tasting thing, that was that was one of them. All right. Well, anyway, you know what? It'll be what it'll be. So we'll, uh, we'll, um, oh, Felix is, remo- <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Felix was saying, I think you had Shock Top, but not the orange one. Uh, I, you know, maybe I don't really keep track of this. I really should. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've had a Shock Top Belgian white before, I, but you said that one, what it was. that one has a different flavor to it. Like, uh, uh, well, Belgian white, uh, see, Belgian style wheat ale brewed with citrus peels, and I can't even read exactly what that's. Guys, a little, a little hint. When you have light colored text on a white background, it's not gonna work really. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, what I need right now, believe it or not, is a flashlight in order to... Yes, I am old, but that's not the entire reason why my eyes don't work the way that I would like them to. So you know what? Shut up. What the hell? I didn't say anything, man. Belgian-style wheat ale. Okay, I'm on board so far. Brewed with citrus peels. Okay. And coriander. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's a spice. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. But um, I mean, huh. it's pretty common for people that you'd be surprised at some of the things that go into different types of beers. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would not. Yes, I would sir. not be afraid to find a beer where somebody has literally <laughs> brewed it with Mike's red hot sauce because apparently the s- slogan goes, "I put that mm, on everything." Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. I mean, hey, we, we, we found out one time that uh, there's one group that decided that putting lactose sugar and calling it a milkshake beer is. Uh, oh God! Yeah, that was that wasn't that good. And there was that jalapeno one. Yeah, not as good as it could have been, but again, I will say that jalapeno beer. If it had been served at a Mexican restaurant with Mexican or, or well, I'm going to say Mexican, not Tex-Mex, Mexican food, I could see it working. I don't know that it would be a great seller, but it would definitely be one of these, look, guys, I want to have something. I'm not driving. I, I don't want to try something that's kind of weird. One of those things that you wouldn't necessarily mind if your tongue was already coated in guacamole. Perhaps. Perhaps. Which I have discovered guacamole. Pretty darn effective way of uh, avoiding your um avoiding ending up like a uh, participant on hot ones. That's a new one. I'll, I'll have to uh, find out a little bit for that. All right. So Just let it coat your tongue a bit. Yeah. I mean milk does the same thing, probably. So now that we've got this all started, 
<clears throat> and guacamole is tasty if it's done right. That's true. That I've is had true. some really bad guacamole, and I've had some really amazing guacamole. Little tip, folks. If your avocado has gotten just a little bit brown on the inside, it's perfect. But if you're getting your guacamole from your local 7-Eleven or gas station, walk away. <laughs> yeah, do, do not purchase. And your sushi. As an aside, by the way, you should not buy frozen sushi from a, a big box store, like a, 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 a club warehouse kind of thing. Don't do that. Oh. Yeah. It's probably not actually real sushi. It could be. I looked at it and I just couldn't believe it. The BJ's up by me had it in their freezer, uh, their frozen section. I was just like, no. No, because if I want sushi, uh, either A, um, I'll roll my own because I've got a I've got a bamboo mat for that, and I've I've got the nori sheets and I've got the vinegar, or option B, I could go uh, a couple of blocks over to Wegmans and get the stuff that they make because oh my god, Wegmans is so good. Mm. If there's Wegmans near you, you deserve to try it out. Which means you would probably have to be somewhere here on the east coast of the United States right now, but mm, it, a little at a time, a little at a time. I'm also going to try very hard to uh, not cough. My heater has started to kick on recently, so there is mm -hmm. a, a definite change in the um, relative humidity in the house. So if I'm a little dry, please forgive me. So how about I get us started and we'll kind of go from here because, I mean, it's showtime. So let's go ahead and do that. So with five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle starts right now. This week, ghosts. It, it's it's not what you think it is. It's it's not what you think it is. Not by a long shot. I got the opportunity, uh, as I've said, to, you know, go check in on my little one off of college. And, and you know, it's it's entertaining for me to go back to the college and see how things are doing over there. It's, you know, things have changed. New buildings have gone up. Sections of buildings have come down. Some pieces are still the same. Some are not. Some where you used to have an actual physical key to open a door. Now it's an electronic RFID tag built into your student ID. You know what? Things change. It's perfectly fine. I mean, I completely understand that. But as we know for well, ghosts are the memories that don't leave us. They, they, they hang around with us. They're, they're still there, ready to go ahead and, you know, just kind of poke at you just a little bit. And every time I go back to that college, I have ghosts of my time there. Admittedly, only three semesters worth, unfortunately. So, you know, a year and a half. But it's that third one that's the most memorable for me. When we were out at the school just recently, I I had to take them out on Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. I talked about this before that, you know, I had to drive him around a little bit because he needed to get blood work done and, and you know, it is what it is. But we're walking around and I've got to I've got to be leaving uh, a little bit. And we're walking around, and it's, it's a little dark. And we go around the section behind the library. 
And some things have changed. You know, again, like I said, you know, some things have, have been built. Some things have been taken down. There's fencing around the area because they're, they're putting up new stuff on the, on the roof line. But there's a section out there, a very, very specific place. There's a place that before the end of that semester, I told my then girlfriend who eventually decided it would be okay to be my wife. I told her that I wasn't going to be coming back to school. I knew right where that place was. And I still remember exactly what it was like sitting on that piece of concrete, holding her hand and telling her, crying, and watching the leaves on the ground just swirl around as if they were caught up in a whirlpool. And thinking to myself, you know, that's kind of the same way that I am right now. I'm just caught in the whirlwind. There's, there's nothing I can do about what's going on. I wasn't ready for college. I, I really wasn't. Which is really unfortunate for me. You know, all these years later. But I got something out of it that I could never have imagined. I never for the life of me ever dreamed that I would find someone that would be the love of my life. I had no idea that that's what I was going to end up leaving college with. I never thought that I would be with someone. I, I always thought I was just going to be just me. You know, I'm not going to have a kid. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be married. I'm not going to have a, anybody with me that's going to matter that much. And yet I did. Now, yes, admittedly, it didn't last nearly as long as I would have liked, but even so, I have that. Ghosts have a tendency of being considered scary things. They come around, they haunt you, they, they follow you around, they want you, to, they want you to leave where they have decided that they're going to stay. Well, that particular ghost is me. It's in my head. It's a fabrication. I know full well. It's made up of the memories that I've made and I've shared. And maybe just for this one particular situation, maybe this particular ghost ain't so bad. I'm glad to be able to have it. Episode 382 on the docket, Your Honor. Happy Spook Day. Yeah, we've done we've done more than our fair share of uh of of stuff that's just, you know, heavy-handed and just very kind of you know, we need an opportunity to just kind of kick back and relax a little bit and and, and do fun for a change because I mean shit, come on. I mean, not all of us can be the way that I am all the time. So we'll deal with that. We'll have a little bit of fun. We'll talk about some of the things about Halloween, some of the things that we know about some of the lore. And we're not going to make any jokes about how to grip the handle of a broom when you're flying with it. So you witches are perfectly safe now. There's a 
joke in there somewhere. I'm, I'm sure somebody will figure out what it is. It's it's not a it's not a power ten episode. I can I can figure that one out for myself a little bit later. I did go up looking information on uh, Rafe Badawi. Right now, there's nothing new, and I am exceedingly concerned, mainly because, well, uh, the last update that I had seen earlier in the month was that he potentially has symptoms of COVID, and a minimum of medical attention is not even given to most. So, with that in mind, with no new news... As of the recording of tonight's show, it is now nine years, four months, 20 days out of a possible 10-year sentence. Ray Fidawi has not yet been released. We are still here. We are still hoping. We are still waiting. So with that out of the way, let's get into the much more fun, and then we can work from there. And we'll see how it plays out. So the horrible scopes. Tonight, this works out good because uh, Joey and I get to swap off which place we are in the in the list tonight compared to last night. Oh, is that good? It it works out well because we don't have to fall flat on on stuff that we've already said before. So oh, I'm glad I could help. So, folks, <laughs> uh, for those of you that know what your astrological signs are, cool, great. Those of you that don't, make it up as you go along. I don't care. Roll a d12. If you've already got a D12, however, chances are you probably already know what your astrological sign is anyway. Hey. Just saying. I mean, it's more likely than it's not, right? I guess. You didn't say there was going to be math involved. It could be worse. I could be asking you something like, uh, how long does it take an RF burn to heal from an energized wire from a 100-watt transmitter? I don't think... Well, I mean, all right, that's that's biology at that point. It's not exactly math. All right, no, we'll come Assuming back. it ever heals. It doesn't. Get your rolling over here. Aries, letting your freak flag fly wasn't the best of ideas this week, and writing that particular alliteration was really a bad idea on my part. People now have questions for you. The only way you'll get through them is to answer with confidence, as if everything is perfectly normal. Failing that, just refuse to say anything to the local constabulary. Yeah. Yeah. You made me read that one last night. I... Payback's a... Look at the dice, man. It's look at the dice. Yeah, I'll I'll let y'all figure it out. Y'all are grown. All right, who's next? Taurus. (laughs) Times are tough. There's nothing wrong with enjoying some downtime through escapism. Video games are perfect for this, since you can be the worst character after you turn on all the cheat codes. At that point, you're the world's god. Remember that power and responsibility when you delete a world to start a new one. I will not comment on the uh, things that I have done in uh, Minecraft, so... Gemini. Wanting to get in shape is one thing, but you need to be more careful of how you do it. Protein shakes as meal replacements are fine, but buying the ones that are Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie flavored was not a good idea. 
That jar was supposed to last you a month of lunches, not a week. Your true problem is impulse control. For the record, yes, I actually had to do math for that one. Cancer Moonchild. Using those modified Nerf shock darts was a lot of fun. All the upvotes on Reddit for your DIY instructions must have felt great. Unfortunately, the courts didn't think it was that funny. We'll see you in 30 days. Oh. Leo, are you ready for the upcoming flight year movie? First off, calm down. It's still half a year away. So now is a good time to get ready for it. Ben's watching to Toy Story 1 through 4, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, and Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins, will take about a day and a half. But if you want to really hurt yourself, just watch the 1979 theatrical release of Buck Rogers in the 25th Century for 90 minutes. It looks like it'll be almost the same plot. As a matter of fact, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like it's going to be. Yeah. <sighs> Virgo, some of those 3D prints you made don't look spectacular, but we've got a hint for you. If you warm nail polish remover so it evaporates, then blow that gas lightly against your plastic pieces, it'll melt and smooth out a little bit. Just be careful what you're heating it with. Remember... Those fumes are flammable. It's true. And you'd, pref you'd prefer to learn that while you still have your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Am I missing an eyebrow? <laughs> <laughs> Libra. Artistry requires a careful mixture of creativity, bravery, insanity, and the willingness to break any rules you've learned. If someone tells you your music has too many notes, ask them which ones should be left out. If they say your photos have too many shadows, ask them where you should have put the sun that day. And if they complain that your Halloween decorations are too realistic, suggest they come back so they can do it better personally. <laughs> Scorpio. With the death of that bat in your basement, ownership and responsibility of the mortgage falls back to you. Yes, it might have died of starvation, but your pet cat has been looking really smug for herself. Unless you can convince animal control to do an autopsy to rule out homicide, you better sleep with one eye open for a while. What if it's a vampire bat? Wait for it. Joe. I... You bastard. How dare you bring my childhood into this. Sagittarius. Your poker face has gotten so, uh, so good this week that you might be able to get away with murder and no one would guess it was you. As an aside, don't forget to pick up some Fancy Feast on your way home for your neighbor's cat. If you know what's good for you. <laughs> Capricorn, you need to step up your cooking game. Lasagna is not Italian layered cake. Bologna 
or Blagna, I don't care how you pronounce it, is not a 2D hot dog. And coffee is not burnt water, no matter how it smells. You're wrong. <laughs> Actually, last night, Joey corrected me. Uh, properly, what is lasagna then? It is Italian layered. Uh, no, no, it was... It was uh, I, I had mentioned that it was more of a... Uh, more of a casserole, but I think it was... Uh, Dallin that came up with the idea of what it truly was, and I can't remember off the for the life of me what it was off the top of my head. It's an Italian layered pasta cake, spaghetti cake. That's what he said. It was a spaghetti cake. It is well, the noodles are wider. It's a pasta cake, and and bologna is absolutely a two D hot dog meat, two dimensional. I don't care what you say. That's not true. There, there's a third dimension there. You're just not looking hard enough. I will freeze some and I will throw it at people like I was odd job and see what happens. Well, I will get some of the rag bologna that is not in slices and freeze it and put it in a sock. All I'm going to say is... Swing it. All I'm going to say is if you really want to practice your shotgunnery... A pound of bologna in the freezer is a lot cheaper than those uh, uh, skeet shooting discs. Just saying. Joe, I'm now thinking to myself, you get yourself one of those big, big things of bologna that you'd find in the deli case before it's been sliced, freeze it. And remember that punt gun we were talking about last night? Okay. Sorry, added bonus, uh, it's biodegradable. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just thinking, if you throw that out in the yard, what about all of the predator birds, like hawks and stuff? They know better. We like party in the yard, yo. Aquarius, we're <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> Even with how crazy this year has been, you got out on your bike and you got yourself up to an impressive 29 kilometers per hour. That's 18 miles per hour for the metrically impaired. Sadly, a moose will still outrun you at 55 kilometers per hour. So don't piss off mama moose next time you're out. Pisces, if you want to have a recording career, then just sing. Don't worry if it's not good enough for everyone else to hear. Just sing. But don't write any more songs. Your style is stuck in the syrup-sweet pop sound of the 70s. Just don't do that anymore. And for anybody that's keeping track, that is the second musical lyric that was put in there. Those of you that were paying attention should have caught that by now. Those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you liked it, I don't care, because you didn't bribe me. Remember, you can always bribe me and say, hey, I would really like a nice one for blah, but chances are that's not going to happen because you're cheap. If you want these, they will be posted online all over the place next week once I get around to writing the next ones, and well, Lord knows, it's fun. I hated that song, by the way. 
I liked Karen Carpenter. Still hate the song. Karen Carpenter was apparently a badass at the drum set. Oh, yeah. She was. I she never, hated that song. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. She would sing and play drums at the same time. She didn't want to be like out front as the lead singer. She just wanted to play and sing. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as as we've come to learn, sooner or later, there is going to be that one thing that everybody's going to remember you for. And you're probably going to hate it, but it's going to touch a particular segment of people. And you just got to ride that out because that's just the way that it works. And who did I learn that from? I learned that from talking with um, Mr. Peter Beagle, who wrote The Last Unicorn, because I got the chance to interview him some years ago. And he was a delightful gentleman. I do not say that lightly. Very cool. He was a good guy. Anyway, so Halloween. Oh, shit. How is it pronounced again? Smain? Samhain. 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 See, I, I've always pronounced it the way that I had seen it. I had not. Like Samhain. Yeah. 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 Because I didn't, I didn't know. You know, mm. I, 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 you know I speak, um, I speak American mm-hmm. and uh, Brooklynese, otherwise known as vulgar. Uh, I have learned a little bit of Spanish. So being able to properly pronounce it Samhain, I did not know because I was reading it the way that, you know. Well, I think it's, is it Welsh or Celtic or something like that? I believe it's Celt. And and their pronunciations are all over the place. I tried one time to take uh, a language course on how to speak Welsh and gave up after two weeks. I went, not happening Hey, I cannot you, wrap around it. You made it a lot farther than I did. I gave it. I gave up on Welsh after one place name. <laughs> I know which one you're thinking of, and no, 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 not good. Mm-mm. No. Isn't, isn't that one that has like fifty? No, or 60 don't, letters? don't, don't. That is the summoning spell for Cthulhu. We are not doing this. <laughs> we are not doing this. Darn. I can't pronounce it anyway, even with after watching the video. 99% of the world's population can't pronounce it. And 13% minimally of the Welsh can't pronounce it. <laughs> and now that we've alienated all of our Welsh listeners. Yes. So, um, yeah, to that end, uh, Stephanie, hi. To all your countrymen out there, sort of. I know, Wales is its own country. Technically, see now that's that's a thing that kind of drives yeah, me. But if you trace the lineage back to the nine hundreds, yeah, it's probably Welsh in there, Stephanie. I'm sorry, hon. If I could trace anything back to the nine hundreds, I would be dead. <laughs> no, technically, I would be unborn. God, that would screw up the Mormons right there, wouldn't it? Eh. Hey, they've got some serious geological records, dude. There, there's a good point. There's a good point. So the, even though I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of pitch something at first, uh, it it is meant lightheartedly. Everybody dies. 
Okay, technically the book name is Everybody Poops, but I mean, the corollary is Everybody Dies. So if you stop pooping, you will stop dying. It's actually the other way around, but you know what? Who cares right now? I don't care who's talking about it. It's not the beer talking. It's me trying to go ahead and talk. The point is... Um, Chew. Yo. Just because you died does not mean you stopped pooping. This is true. This is true. This is true. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to get through, however, is that culturally speaking, humanity has dealt with death in a ritualistic fashion. It seems almost as long as we've had some form of civilization. Now, the the thing about it is that humanity is not alone in that. There are a number of species on this planet that have some form of recognition, maybe not necessarily ritualistic exactly, of death that seems to happen culturally. There are stories of, uh, all right, maybe bad choice of terms for it, but murders of crows who will gather around a fallen member of the, the flock that's died and will take notice and as a collective group they'll be there and they will you know observe uh if memory serves i also believe that there are elephant prides i i forget what the right uh, expression is for a, a collective of where and i'm trying to remember if it was a a baby that died and the mother just did not want to just did not want to let it go. And there are also reports of, I believe it was a whale or an orca that had a, had a calf that did not survive. And again, the mother simply would not let it go up to, I believe it was like two weeks so, you know, the, the fact that we have, culturally speaking, rituals of some kind to commemorate the passing of a life, you know, that, that's something that is biologically in, inherited, I do believe. The big difference is that we seem to, humanity, I mean, we seem to have, and I, I say seem to, have the one additional piece of recognizing that once that light goes out, it is gone. And it was a very, very special piece of what made us all who we are. Now, I say seem to because it is entirely possible that some of these other special, uh, species groupings have a similar or analogous realization but we just don't know how to talk to them to try to find out. And that's part of the reason why I love watching Coco and uh, The Book of Life. If you have not seen The Book of Life, oh my God, rent it, borrow it from somebody, please. The Book of Life is wonderful. Especially for the animation itself, but that's a whole other piece. I've talked on too many damned occasions of having lost my wife. 
I don't talk about the pets that I've lost over the years or the people that I've known that, you know, are, are gone, which sucks. But we go and we do the best that we can with the, with the folks that we've got. So what kind of fun do you guys want to talk about as, as, as much as that can be? For right there. After that, we'll we'll definitely go into, you know, childhood trick-or-treating and actual, you know, try to figure out when the hell these damned companies decided that fun size was the way to go, because I, I wanna I wanna stab somebody through the eyeball for that one. <laughs> how, how how is it that the fun size candy bars are more expensive per Yeah, per unit? Well last year. Yeah, just a, just a little bit there. He might have gone and blown out his microphone. No. No, there you are. No, you're right. The only good, there is only one good side to the fun size candies. You can't hide a masonry nail in them. That's the only good side to it. Apparently, I found out how to hide a masonry nail in my damn tire, though. Oh. Well, that that wasn't a mason nail. That was a that was a a, a marker nail, wasn't it? Clo- cl- close enough. Yeah, fair enough. I honestly was worried when I found out about that. Oh, I really hope that didn't like gouge the rim. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Yeah, that would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rims are very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, that that would have that would have that would have. Mm. Oh, I I do want to tell people though that there's some kind of uh, you know people have been saying oh be on the alert for people giving out you know oh, edibles God. to your kids and place a candy and I'm like no dude that would never happen edibles are freaking expensive. Edible what? Oh, they're talking like you know gummies and. Cheetos and stuff like that that have THC in them. Oh. Yeah. Edible uh, cannabinoid things. You see, this is what happens when you you discuss such things with a person who has absolutely no sense of drug culture whatsoever. Well, I mean, you can get gummies, you know, sour gummies and uh, (laughs) red pops and things like that, you know, that you know, instead of smoking weed, you can get, you know, these products that are edible. And uh, no, people are not going to be giving those out to kids for Halloween because it's like 60 bucks for a tiny little bag of them. So no, they're not going to be giving those out for trick or treat. Yeah, you've got a better, you've got a better chance of having somebody drop a three pound oversized singular gummy bear in your sack. Mm hmm. Yes, those are crap. I forgot how big those things actually are. Are they six pounds? Uh, there are a couple of different sizes that are just ginormous. Plus, the gummy worms that, if memory serves, will be about a meter long. Yes, memory serves. Oh, the trolley ones. Oh my god, I love those. The large, the largest commercially available gummy bear Mm -hmm. weighs. 2.27 kilograms. Four, five pounds. 
Yes. Five pounds. A third of a stone. If I remember right. If I remember right. I'm not going to go ahead and do the conversion right now because I, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. But yeah, um, as an aside, by the way, those giant gummy worms that are like a meter long, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to type this into, uh, into the, the hosts chat because I, I, mm, So that's 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 part of the mm. reason why I I, I kind of figured mm, no yeah I'll, I'll just um yeah we'll just uh, we'll just leave that one completely aside. Then again, that also goes for the oversized gummy bear too. Kind of mm. yeah. I just I don't know who started that. You know, with warning about the edibles and you know. People might be giving these out to your kids. It's just nuts. Oh, this is th that one's simple. That one's simple. And I'm going to be painting with a very large brush again. Republicans. I guess. I and guess they haven't been to their local uh, dispensary and seen how much those things cost. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm saying that because technically I should be saying conservatives. But at this point, like I warned you, big, fat, big, fat, wide brush on this one. Why? You mean the GQP? Yeah. And the reason for it is that they have a far higher tendency to do the FUD thing on any and everything because the war on drugs, marijuana is a gateway drug and mm -hmm. all this stuff and being afraid of everything. Well, Guys, I'm just saying, if I could afford to give out goodies at 25 bucks a kid i mean i don't live in that kind of a neighborhood screw I that noise man. It. at that point i'd just give them the 25 bucks and be done with it here kid here's a 25 dollars bill have a great day right but did did you did you did... i don't have 25 dollars per kid to give them elon musk would bill gates would and no they're not going to be giving out edibles either Joe, did you catch that? Yeah. Catch I just... Appreciate that. Yeah, when I said I'll uh, give every kid that comes out a $25 bill and tell them here, kid, have a have a great time. Uh, <sighs> what did I miss? A $25 bill. <laughs> Sorry. $25 bill. Oh gosh. Okay. I mean, I have seen I've I've seen one person who literally handed out two dollar bills. That's cool. Uh, but that would have been cool. That 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 was cool back in the day when when uh, when stuff like that happened. I still remember I getting to do that either. Yeah, no, I I still I still remember when uh, we'd get change thrown into our buckets, mm -hmm. uh, and you know it was just it was just pocket change. You know, usually pennies, because at the time you could actually still buy stuff if you had enough pennies. Or, or, yeah, sometimes we got quarters if we were yeah. lucky, usually nickels or dimes, but you could still buy something with it. Yeah. The kind of things that I think would be really cool for kids to be able to get at this point, although I don't think it's like really uh, affordable to do, 
I would love to have people giving out half dollars. Oh, yes. Those. I mean, yeah, people look at them and go, oh, this isn't real money. It's, yes, it's real money. This is like, this is this is still as good as a $2. All right, it's not as good as a $2 bill, but I mean, it's still legal tender. It's like a real thing, man. Mm-hmm. I loved getting those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When uh, when my wife was a kid, that's uh, that's what she would get. And I have, I forget if it's a half dollar or a silver dollar from the late 1800s upstairs somewhere, I think. I forget what, uh, I forget what year it was from in particular, but um, believe it or not, it's on a metal, uh, a metal frame that screws together to, to hold it into place so that it could be, technically it could be put on like a, a dangle on a necklace so i you know i i've still got it i i don't know if it's worth anything above and beyond the face value but you know oh, stuff yeah. like it was kind of cool i mean i used to get you know half dollar pieces um you know from tooth fairy yep yeah, I think that's what she got uh, that thing uh, from in particular. And uh, Felix is saying, yeah, five cent candy bar at our day is fast, uh, fast approaching two dollars. You know, yeah. I I I remember, I remember going to the um, the pharmacy where I used to work when I was, uh, you know, when I was in high school. But as a kid, when we would go, yeah, wanted a, a, a three musketeers was like the big thing for me. Love Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. And you remember, Three Musketeers, pretty sizable on bar, the regular full sizes, 25 cents. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was 25 cents for the longest time. Uh, a run at the video game, 25 cents. Pinball machine, 25 cents for five balls. 25 cents yeah. in the jukebox uh, would get you three? Uh, in my time, you used to get you six. I remember, well, I remember when you could get a gumball for a nickel. <laughs> and they all tasted the same. <laughs> Broken yeah. tooth. It didn't matter what size it was. It, it, it always tasted the same. It was just broken tooth. And it was hollow. I never understood that, by the way. Out of, out of the, out of, out of the, you know which ones I'm talking about. The ones that look like they're oh, yeah. made out of cast iron with a glass up on the top. You put that thing in there. <laughs> they still exist, by the way. And you'd because. hope that you wouldn't drop it on the floor. And it was hollow in the center oh, of those hard. things. Yeah. The reason why it was hollow. Oh, here it comes. A, very much the same way why they, you know, put chips in bags because, you know, you're paying mostly for empty air. But also because... In the coating process that hardens the outside, it at least ensures that the inside is still going to remain soft. Well, you just got to get to it. Yeah. Which is why, kids, if you've got if you got an extra five dollars, needle nose pliers. <laughs> Break that sucker. My brother used to, you no, my brother literally used to get those gumballs, the jawbreaker gumballs, and use a pair of needle nose pliers 
to effectively squish it in half and then chew it. Oh. That's smart. That's not where I thought you... <laughs> I thought that's where he was going with that. Was to oh, my goodness, show. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I thought you were actually going with the... <laughs> If you open the metal flap, you can then reach in with the needle nose pliers no, and higgledy no, jiggledy get stuff out. I'm sorry, but no, that 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 uh oh, what the hell is the word they use for it? Uh, uh drain trap, trap drain. I don't know. That clap trap don't work. Nobody's it. nobody's wrist has that many angles in it. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. We can fix that. <laughs> Let me put it this way. If your wrist has that many angles that it's capable of, you got a, you've got a problem. In mm-hmm. fact, I would I would imagine you've got many problems because that's not just one broken bone. That's several. That's oh, do, do you remember those uh, those jawbreakers? It was the everlasting gobstopper. Oh, they still have them. And it had like, I don't know, 50, 60 layers in that sucker. <laughs> yep. Yep. I remember. Never had one because I never saw the point in it. But I know I exactly what you're talking patience. about. Yep. But yeah, it's, that's not something you're going to break in half with your teeth, that's for sure. Ooh, feel this is but also. That the, but that was the point, though. It was like, yeah, kind of like those now and laters. Not now and laters. Uh, those Dolly still exist. Rangers. Yeah, they do. Felix was pointing out, remember the atomic warhead hot jawbreakers again yes. still exist. Those were awesome. I never I never went for them. Um Okay, the the hot stuff was typically uh, a an industrial cinnamon flavoring. That's usually what yeah. caused that. And yeah. um I had tried I had tried cinnamon flavored oh god which was it the red hot <sighs> No 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 it was um one of the chewing gums uh it it was um small rectangular uh into individually wrapped um god I don't remember I, re- I know what you're talking about, yeah, and I just went blank. I, I, I want to say dent. Is it Trident? Trident, yes. Yes, that's 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 what it was. I don't know why I was suddenly thinking dentine. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway. I, 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 the, I'm like, no, that's not it. But um, <laughs> Trident, cinnamon. And I just, no, man. And any anything that I knew afterwards that was uh, hot or cinnamon, just, nope. Yep. I know that feeling. No. I'll tell you the one thing. The one thing that I remember as a kid that I don't know that it necessarily... No, wait. I I think they do still sell it, although it's really, really difficult to find them at this point. Candy cigarettes. Yeah, that's kind of a no-no now. And understandably so. Yeah, yeah. Now, I I don't know which is worse for you. Candy cigarettes or just a straight pixie stick? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I I, I need to... Mm. I like the pixie sticks, though. Okay, meter-long pixie sticks are not good for anybody. 
meter long right. pixie sticks. The only thing they're good for is for um, flavoring the iced tea when you don't have any sugar to put into it because it's sugar. That, that's, yeah, that's all but I is still to. used to like the one that was that had the purple stripes on it, though. <laughs> Meter long or even the little paper ones. I didn't care. I didn't eat much candy as a kid, except, you know, on Halloween I would get some candy and eat it. But usually I would only eat some of the stuff for a couple of days and then a year later throw it all out because it was still sitting there. I just wasn't big into candy when I was a kid. Ooh. But I would eat all the lemon heads. I loved those. That was like my favorite. <laughs> Felis, good call. Felis had also pointed out, and I had forgotten about these, chiclets. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. Those those those, those were, were actually fun. fun. Those were fun. God, those were those were horrible, but they were fun. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the one the really really bad um, candy vice that I used to have, and I can't do it anymore. Although I will tell you right now, simply thinking about it, I can taste it in my face already. After all these years of not having done it, think back on a little container. About, uh, about, uh, three inches tall. Rectangular. Mostly clear plastic. With a little flip-top lid. That has No. That no. had, that had little pill-shaped colored pieces of sugar and flavoring in them. So that when you shook it, you could, you could, you could hear how many you still had in there. The Tic Tac. Oh. My nastiest vice reminding you I can still taste it to this day was to not open the lid but to rip the entire lid structure off and put everything into my mouth at once wow I can't do that anymore I can't do that anymore I can taste it in my face. I am salivating just thinking about it because I don't want that in my face anymore. And before anybody says, no, you're not really, I would open my mouth and show you, but I'm sorry. No. What was your favorite flavor of Tic Tac? Orange. <laughs> Orange. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm tasting. God, I don't, I'm not. Oh, shit. Now I'm afraid to take a drink off of this again. Ones were good. I haven't had one in decades, but they were good. But you can taste it in your face already, can't you? Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm afraid. But I only ate them one at a time, though. I'm afraid this memory is going to taint the way that this beer tastes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can give you a description that you know Franka gave earlier that I thought was just an amazing description. <laughs> He was talking about these, uh, what was it? Was it hazelnut flavored uh, Oreos? Oh, God. Uh, I forget which one it was that he said that it was. Yeah, I, I saw that too. Go right ahead. It, yeah, and that it tastes like 
what a new car smell would be if you had the new car smell with cake frosting. And I thought that was such a wonderful description. I could almost taste it or smell it. One of the few, I can imagine. <laughs> one of the few times Dave Foda has actually posted something on Facebook that did not get him banned for 30 days. <laughs> Way to go there, Dave. We're proud, We're proud of you. But I just, I loved that description that I'm like, yes, I can imagine this. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I'm still. No, it's okay. Oh, oh, oh. I was a weird child. I loved to dress up and I loved to go trick-or-treating with my friends and stuff, but I did not like chocolate at all. I don't know what was wrong with me. I just didn't care for it. I don't like most chocolate, but there is, I have, I have to say, advice, milk chocolate, of course, I do enjoy, but there is one particular milk chocolate. Um, are, are you familiar at all with a import candy bar? Uh, known uh, as Ritter, Toppler one? No, um, it's known as Ritter Sport. Uh, no. Sounds familiar. It, it is a candy bar, but it's it doesn't come in your typical rectangular shape. It is a square. I haven't had it. And it is by far, in my opinion, in my professional opinion, as an individual who has been thrown from one continent to the next the better part of his adult life. It is by far the best milk chocolate I've ever had. It is Alpine milk chocolate. Or okay, it is the it is the best mass produced commercially available milk chocolate I have ever. I have to say there, you know, there are some shops in Germany where Yeah, if 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 you're lucky enough to live somewhere where there is a chocolatier, that yeah. is going to be the best stuff. Seriously, uh, when I was growing up, Hershey's was like the the go to all the time. And as I've oh, gotten it used older, to be good. yeah, it, it it did. That's the thing; it used to be good. Now, the best description I've ever heard of it is it's waxy, mm-hmm. and that's that's that's, that's all. T- it's true. That's true. The quality of it has gone way down, and they've added a lot more, you know, ingredients to, uh, you know, take the place of, you know, the expensive chocolate. Yep, and to stabilize but, it and all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's annoying. And there are um, the, um, I haven't seen Stephanie um, posting in a little bit, so I'm a, I'm a little worried that you fell asleep on us because I'm going to bring them up again. Over in uh, over in England, Thorntons. I still want to reorder from them, even though it's going to cost a freaking arm and a leg to ship it over here. But I so want to order from Thorntons. I didn't start eating chocolate until I'm trying to think. I was probably in my twenties. I just. For some reason, I just never did like the taste when I was younger. 
And that went for chocolate ice cream, chocolate milk, anything. I just didn't care for it. I don't know why. I would have taken vanilla ice cream every single time over chocolate, and people thought I was crazy. Well, that that depends. If it was good, especially good French vanilla or vanilla bean vanilla, the good quality stuff. I still I like vanilla that. bean. I don't. I don't blame if it's if it's good quality. That's the big yeah. difference. I Meanwhile, mean, I, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. What I was going to say is that you can get vanilla. You can get any old vanilla, and that's. Okay, but to get vanilla bean, that's going to be expensive because actual vanilla bean costs. And to make a good quality tasting French vanilla, it's it's not easy to do. It's not exactly the best mass produced. If you've got, uh, it, it, again, if you've got a local uh, a local company that makes it, usually they will do an exceptional job of it, but... If all you got is what's in the freezer section of a grocery store, oh yeah, a good quality French vanilla is hard to beat. Yeah. Well, as far as extract, we make our own. Mm. Joe? Hmm? We- I was I was just going to say that being the indecisive bastard that I am, I was always a fan of Neapolitian. It's pronounced Neapolitan, and it's fine. It's fine. Look, I blame so my I mother for that. I would eat the strawberry first, and then the vanilla second, and I would never eat the chocolate. That was one of them. I, I blame my mother for that one. But that's because my mother... You have to. You have to come to an understanding with seven kids, all with different tastes... If you're going to buy one in the one-gallon tub, might as as well get, you know, three for for one. Or, you know, you could have just gotten the the least expensive gallon bucket of just plain Jane vanilla and gone to the the milk-flavoring aisle and gotten chocolate quick and strawberry quick. Yeah. Remember when that was still a thing in a in a in a in a cardboard container okay. with a metal lid that you had to hope that you didn't slice your throat open with a knife prying open the top <laughs> lid? Yeah, yeah. I'm not the I only one that did that, right? <laughs> get, getting your little uh, getting your vibes of how they had to open cans before the can opener was invented. Kinda. Yeah, I remember, and that's that lid was so hard to pry off, and then you have to put it back on, and it was. Always hard to pry off. God, the worst part. No matter of it, how many times it's been opened. Yeah, and the worst part of it was, if you weren't careful as a kid, not only could you end up fleeing the lid somewhere because of the way that it would pop off, you might end up losing control of the knife you were using. Why weren't you using a spoon? I don't know. It it would yeah. impale onto something, usually the floor, because the floor's got that vinyl stuff on the bottom. Oh no, you might lose complete control out of the box itself, and suddenly you now have pink dust floating all over the kitchen and all over the floor and that stuff doesn't come up out of the floor because it will go straight through the vacuum cleaner whether it's got a bag in it or not so why even bother so that's how Toonie ended up pink I don't, you know I'm, okay, that's an inside joke we're not gonna go into 
It all makes sense now. <laughs> oh, for those of you that are wondering, what the hell are we talking about? Don't worry. You don't need to know. <laughs> Just trust us that it's funny as hell. Just trust us on this one. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, okay. So Stephanie is pointing out in the UK, uh, Halloween wasn't a big thing. Um, and yeah, you know, Halloween was very much, uh, a U.S. pardon me. Let me, let me rephrase that. Halloween was very much a America's kind of thing, especially a North America's kind of thing. So, you know, this, it was, it was done in Canada, maybe not nearly as much. They most assuredly did not put rules and regulations on it the way that we have over here. Oh, my God. Well, um, I would say there are probably two caveats. Um, it makes sense that it caught on more so in the Americas than in other parts of uh, – there are some parts of Europe where it's very much a big thing, but uh, – the vast majority of Europe, not so much, because of the cultural niches that uh, Europe developed. But here in the here in the Americas, all those niches got thrown into one big lump sum and said, "Play ball." Yeah, yeah. So you know, a, a whole bunch of that just ended up all over the place. The other yeah. thing that I remember somebody mentioning was that uh, the biggest advancements when it comes to our modern idea of Halloween did actually occur in the mid 20th century. Yeah. Uh, and that was fine here in the Americas where we didn't have very much to worry about, but in the mid 20th century in Britain, kids necessarily didn't get the chance to uh, go out and frolic in the streets, unfortunately, because there were things going on. It's might not be the the right word for it, but basically the post war reconstruction of like forget everything still. Yeah. I mean, what did we have to worry about over here? Oh, what's wrong with you guys over there? I mean, if it wasn't for us, you'd still be speaking German. Yeah, can we didn't I, get the crap bombed out of us. But. Yeah, can can I just be the first one uh, on record to just go ahead and say? I am so fucking done with that expression. Oh my god. <sighs> anyway. And we didn't get in until like way late in the game. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, we had things to do, like um get ready for Joe McCarthy to go ahead and throw everybody over the boat. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's a that's a whole other thing right now. We're not going to go red washing the whole thing right now. We've got better things to do. I'm sorry. Did I oh, did I make a joke like, there somewhere? What was really really hard was the whole uh, bobbing for apples thing. I don't know that See? that's still a thing, but that was difficult unless you happen to be like really buck toothed. That is definitely something that should not be doing right now. No, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. I was about to say <laughs> not with COVID. No. Do not stick your face into places where other people's faces have been. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for, for anybody that's kind of wondering what the hell they're talking about, the, the tradition was to get a bucket of some sort, fill it most of the way up with water, and then put um, apples in it. Just just apples. And, yeah. And the, the, the challenge was 
you kneel down, you lean over it, and with just your face, you try to come up with an apple, which is Pull harder. Out of the bucket. Yeah, which is harder than it sounds. It, it honestly and truly is. And, you know, I think back on it now, and there are two pieces about it. Uh, one, why? I've never understood that part of it. And the other one is, with all the times that stuff like that happened when we were much younger, and that was still a popular thing that you could do, you know, without worrying about contracting um, syphilis or anything, how is it that there were so few times where somebody would come up behind you and, you know, push somebody in or, or you know, smack him in the ass to, to trip and to fall into a bucket or something. I don't recall ever hearing even, you know, the... the Nobody did that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like for... for it was like for one moment, for one very specific item, there was an understood truce between everybody that you don't fuck around with somebody who's got their head into a bucket of water. You just don't. With their arms behind their back and trying to grab something with their teeth. Yeah. And it, by the way, voluntarily. Yeah, some turns. Yeah. Voluntarily holding your hands behind your own back. Mm-hmm. Nobody was forcing yeah, yeah. you. Nobody, nobody held you. You were a complete honor system. And if you didn't feel comfortable enough, you sure? You really? Okay. You know what? No wonder. Just make sure that if you did kind of chew into one that we get it out of there. Okay. You got that? Okay. There, there's some teeth marks in that one. All right. You, you keep that one anyway. Don't worry about it. And I was like, what? I didn't understand what the point of it was. All right. You came away with an app. Well, if you were able to pull it up out of the water with your teeth, then there was like lots of applause because you did it. I wonder how many kids lost a tooth doing that. <sighs> no, no, no. no. If they lost a tooth doing that, it was probably already loose anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. That that was kind of the the point that I was going for, and it was just I just suddenly thought about it. It's like, wow, shit. Oh, that would. Mm. And definitely less traumatic than trying to pull it. Uh, yeah. When it's loose. Yeah. Yeah, the the string on a door trick. No. I can't believe anybody ever used to do that. Never mind, still does that. That's just, no. Well, it's because kids are scared to yank it, and parents don't like to yank it because it seems cruel. Well. But it has to come out. But it will. Not always. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Sooner or later, it will. No. What do you mean no? Uh, I've, I've, my, my kiddo has had two that got really, really loose, her deciduous tooth, then tightened back up because she was too much of a weenie to pull it or have me pull it. And then the uh, permanent tooth came in beside it and had to take her dentist and have them extracted. They never did come out. <sighs> And we're talking teeth that she should have lost at like six or seven, ended up having them extracted when she was like 12. Fine. I'm just saying, it doesn't always. You know, the mean spirited part of me right now has got uh, a, a line. And. I'm tough. Do it. <laughs> Do your worst. Okay. Maybe it's genetic. Maybe you, you, you tainted that poor kid. Maybe it's your fault. Well, That's as far I don't know. Not me. Probably my husband. I've got really good teeth. He's got not so good teeth. Mm. 
whatever. Bridget, just so you know, I do know where he lives. Who, my husband or she? She. Oh, I'm not afraid of she. No, She's not afraid of me either. <laughs> he, he could be. No. No. For the right for, for the right price, they can be afraid of you too. Boy, that that is not the business pitch I should be making right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is is five hundred dollars for one kneecap and give you two for seven fifty? <laughs> The staff and management of Holy Crap the Vlogcast do not in any way condone or accept any responsibility for people that want to do that. That's the point. You're blowing that's out the, your own mic, damn it. That's the point. That's the point. Uh, we, yeah. Mm. Ow. That's the way it does. Yeah. I hurt. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's a good hurt because you're laughing. I finished it. I finished well this beer. You know what? This beer did not suck. Good. I can't say that I, I, I can't exactly say that I like it enough that I would get it again. Um, but I, I do believe that this one, this would be one that I would consider if I needed to buy one, you know, for like a, a, a social drinking kind of thing. All right. You know what? Or if someone offered to buy you one that, yeah, exactly. So that's, you know what? I, and again, I don't know if it got more palatable because it warmed up or because I kept sipping at it. So, you know, grand scheme of things. Okay. Again, yeah. just goes to prove that, you know, a little, little bit of pain over, you know, many, many weeks, you know, there are some things that I learn out of it. So, you know, Okay. I do have a cute Halloween story from when my kid was a wee one. Um, first took her out trick-or-treating. I think she was two. And um, she had dressed up like a, uh, oh gosh, what were those things called? Um, a Furby. That's what it was. Oh, no. I, yeah. She, oh, she was so cute. The Furby costume was so adorable. I'm sorry. And there's she nothing cute about Furbies. Well, this was white. It had a little pink mouth. It was adorable, trust me. And, yeah, she picked out the costume, not me. Okay? That's what she wanted. And so, anyway, um, she was so excited to get to go trick-or-treating. And she would have been, you know, three her next birthday. So, she was like two and a half. And um, so, we finally went out on the big day. And she went to two houses, got some candy, decided this was pretty cool. And then saw somebody that was dressed up like a gorilla. Scared the crap out of her. So she was crying to go back home. So we were done after two houses. Go back into the house. You know, takes her little pumpkin back to her room and all that other stuff. And so after she got over being scared, the next day, she puts on her little costume. And goes to the door with her little pumpkin and says, we go again, trick or treat. And I was like, no, sweetie, it's over. <laughs> she thought that this was going to be a new thing. <laughs> that is actually pretty damn cute. Yeah. Um, Tiny Dribble. Um, let's see. Tiny Dribble. It would have been second or third Halloween at that point. No, wait. Oh, God. 
I forget which one it was. Uh, it might have been might have been uh, second Halloween. Was dressed in an outfit that my mother-in-law had sewed to make him look like a sheep. <laughs> I do have pictures somewhere. Um, it's it's kind of funny. It, it's it's kind of funny, but you know. You know, all the all these years later, you know, it's uh, it's it's been interesting. It's been interesting. He actually made one one year. He he got a uh, he got a couple of boxes, uh, put uh, put uh, aluminum foil around them, and you know, uh, made you know, uh, used markers to put like dials and toggles and buttons and switches and things on them, and he, he went around as a robot, and you know. You, you don't you don't see that very often anymore. Mm-mm, not that kind of creativity. No. no, homemade costumes don't don't happen that often anymore. Unless you're an adult, in which case you get invited over to come as your porn star name party. <laughs> what? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Okay, so my wife got invited to one of her friends uh, from work at the time. And it was a come as your porn star name. Now, in this particular situation, the way it was described to me was your porn star name is, and I'm going to tell people, do not, do not go ahead and use this for general, uh, general um, social media stuff. Because again, it's always going to be one of these things where eventually it could be scraped and used for information later. So go with me on this one. Yeah. It was replace your first name <laughs> with the name of your first pet. Your last name is the name of the street you grew up on. Yeah, I've seen that. Now, reminding you that my wife, all five foot nothing of her, <laughs> with the shape of an upside down pear for a body. Her terminology, not mine. Mine, she big, big busted lady. Not the reason why I loved her. Not the only reason why I loved her. She was all kinds of, all kinds of annoyed at this because for her, half Japanese that she appeared, her porn star name turned out to be Fluffy East. My half-Japanese wife's porn star name was Fluffy East. <laughs> now, I can get away with saying this because um, I've, I've got no reason to use either of these terms. So, we had a good laugh about this. Now, you might have seen the, the pictures of her wearing the the much now fabled red dress the 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 mm-hmm. China, uh, the asian dress i forget if it's chinese actually the uh kipao is the what it's called what she accessorized that with which by the way the, part of the reason why she she loved this dress all right the way kipao looks you you probably know exactly the kind of thing i'm talking about but it had no sleeves 
it had what looked to be, looked to be, a seam that went from the middle of her neck down to about her collarbone, off to the left side of her dress to where her arm opening was, that would be held together with what are called frogs. They're, they look like they're knotted strings, basically, to hold it together. The reason why she loved this is because that gap where those frogs were holding it together always ended up open just a little bit. So there was this, like, one-inch gap where you could see bare skin through it. And it always looked like it was one step away from flopping open. <laughs> However, this dress had a zipper down the back, and that was how it opened. That section off to the left side of her that always looked like it was ready to fall open and just spill her breasts out could never open up because it was sewn shut the whole way through, except for that one little gap, which always mm -hmm. made it look like she was the most brazen lady in the world. What she did with that outfit to accessorize it was she had a pair of heels, you know, lower heels. Of course, the black fishnets, because of course you have to, which, by the way, guys, if you ever wanted to wear fishnets just to try them out, don't. They're uncomfortable. Not only are they uncomfortable, but within a half an hour of walking on them, you will have yeah. chewed up the bottoms of your feet and they are bleeding. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the final accessory part to it, she got a hot pink feather boa to accessorize with. And that's what she was able to get away with because it was a combination of filthy sexy but never having to worry about having an accident. And she loved oh, that. I believe the term you're looking for is wardrobe malfunction. That's what they call it now, yes. Now, the, the term, by the way, Bill Thies, he was a wardrobe designer. Most famously, he was on the original Star Trek series. Oh. If ever you saw someone, women, wearing something that looked like it was two breaths away, one wrong wind machine activation, one bad step to the left away from falling off of someone, that was Bill Thies. The titillation factor is directly proportional to the anticipation of a piece of clothing falling off. I'm paraphrasing that, mm -hmm. but that is effectively the Bill Thies method of costume design. It <laughs> honest and truly is. It is actually credited to him for exactly that reason. Shoe said tit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. It was my duty to say it. <laughs> I've, I've only worn fishnets once. And after that, I was like, never again. And it was for <sighs> Halloween. I had dressed up like a Playboy bunny. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> and people at work were kind of like, hmm. But, and this is when I was in the military, by the way. 
Oh. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That's brave. I wore that to work. Yeah. They told us to dress up for Halloween that day. And uh, my supervisor did not like it. <laughs> Everybody else did, but she was. Yeah. We won't talk about her. Okay. But uh, everybody else really liked it, and I, and I won our little unit costume contest. <laughs> you know what? Well, I was young enough to get away with it, you know? Yeah. Joe, you were about to say something. No, no, I wasn't. Okay, then I will. Why do I know about the fishnet thing? I you will tell it. you why. Yes, I did. It I, hurts. Yep. I had what we were going to do something special one uh, one Halloween. Uh, unfortunately, it was it didn't get the opportunity to happen because of reasons. But we were trying to figure a way for me to get away with dressing up, cross dressing. Now, hold on a second. I know. I know. Not the most, not the most wonderful term, but d- d- bear with me for a second. You'll see why. Cross-dressing as a woman and getting a bottle and, and, and walking around with an empty bottle, I should say, of Miller Lite. Because back in the late 80s and early 90s, as I recall, there was an ad campaign. Where, for Miller Lite, if if I remember correctly, where it was Ladies' Night, and I remember, and the the bar had a sign up that that said it was Ladies' Night and Ladies Drink Half Price or whatever the hell it was, and tons and tons of guys, obviously guys, dressed mm-hmm. up as women, in the bar so that they could drink Miller Lite. That was yep. the entirety for the for the ad campaign, and that's why I'm specifically saying cross-dressed. They were not trying to pass off as anything. They were doing it to scam a system. Mm-hmm. I was going to try my hand at exactly the same kind of thing. So I had gotten – actually, it was my wife's pair of, of, uh, of uh, uh, black fishnets, and – we ended up scoring for me a size, let's see if I can remember right. I believe they were size 16 or 14. I forget which one it was. Women's size, mind you, mm-hmm. 16 or 14. I forget which it is. To fit me. Oh, God, I forgot how tall it was. I think it was something like four and a half or four. Five inch heel stiletto, <gasps> um, patent black leather with an ankle strap. Wow! And Hard to walk in. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I found that out because I yeah. had to try it out to see how well will this work. Do I have a problem with telling you folks about this? Hell no. No. But let me tell you, I never never had any idea how hard it was uh to walk on heels of any kind other than uh, you know other than just you know like cowboy boot where you've got like an inch that doesn't even qualify for crying out loud but mm-hmm. um 
the th- the threat that was constantly running through my head of I'm going to twist my ankle and blow out my entire leg. Holy yeah. balls. I had no idea. And then finding out how much fishnets chewed up the balls of my feet. Holy mackerel. So, yeah, guys, if you're ever planning on doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show, practice for a long time beforehand. Yeah, or make sure that you've got some cushion for the bottom of your foot between your foot and the uh, material. Yeah, PEDS. Keep that word in mind. PEDS. You don't know what it is. You will want to find out later. Trust me. PEDS. Yep. Oh, but Rocky Horror Picture Show is like the best thing to go to. It kind of sucks if you just sit there and watch it in your living room. But it's the audience participation that makes it fun. There are versions of... go every Friday night when I lived in Memphis. <laughs> Yeah, there are actually versions of the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, that you can buy that is filmed with the audience participation. Which which is, to me, one of the best ways, arguably the only real way to really enjoy the movie, because... Yeah, because the movie actually, if you just didn't watch uh, it straight, it kind of sucks. It's bad. Yeah. But Uh, always dressed up like Magenta. Okay. Well, that was the easiest for me to get together. Yeah, easiest outfit for me to get together. Nothing wrong with that. Um, the oh god, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to link to it. There's somebody on YouTube who does reactions to, as she puts it, classic movies. You know, seventies, eighties. Uh, you know, back then, from before she was born, especially, and. This particular week, she did her reaction to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, never having seen it before. Um, I, 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 I will have to link that for the show notes because, uh, reminding you, she's twenty-seven. Um, has never seen it. Has worked at uh, a country western radio station. That every year, whatever whatever format the radio station was in at the time, which, by the way, that happens all the time. They change formats all the time. Uh, they would always play the time warp because they always play the time warp, you know, on Halloween. Yeah. But there were a couple of scenes where this poor, this poor, what, what's what's the expression that they usually use down uh, down down south of the, the poor, poor little, a poor little honey child heart. Uh, you, you kind of know the one where I'm going for, where it's just you, you, you poor little innocent, sweet little child. I got no idea. You done lost me. It's okay. Or at least I used to call him if it, it was your first time watching it or you were a virgin. Yeah. But and this... the virgins, they would trick into sitting on the front row. <laughs> and then he would target them with, you know, uh, you know, uh, Water guns and toast and, 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 toast and toilet paper and, at them and throw glitter everywhere. And I felt so sorry for the poor people that had to come in and clean up after that. Yeah, 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 there is that. Um, and my grandmother, she was an enabler. Oh man, well, uh, she was getting 
this is probably illegal, but she's deceased now. So I can tell you, you know, she was getting, you know, some of the commodities, you know, because, yeah, they didn't have, you know, food stamps back then or she or whatever. It's when they, you know, you would go and get the, you know, the generic powdered milk and the rice and the cheese and all that stuff. Okay. 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 And so she would get like these huge ass bags of rice that were like five pounds. Oh. And so every time that my cousin and I would get ready to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show, here's grandma out with her bag of rice to give us rice to throw for the wedding scene. (laughs) She knew it when we were doing that. I can't. So what are you leaving out for Santa Claus? I can't leave anything out because of my excessive rat problem. I just thought that was so funny because we would take our own, you know, the the hot dogs and the newspaper and the flashlight and the, uh, trying to think what else, the rice for the wedding and all that stuff, our little props. And, oh, and God. we weren't supposed to bring them with us into the theater, but the theater was cool about it and let everybody bring their stuff in anyway. Oh, God, the flashlight. Was, I forgot about yeah, that. The what? I forgot about the flashlight part. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But, you know, we dressed up and we took all of our props. We were ready for all of it. It was funny. Ow. You okay, man? No, just a little great matter came out. Okay. (laughs) Um, I I, I was actually going to ask you, you you didn't break a rib that time, did you? No, just mild concussion. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Oh, and the toast. We brought toast, toast, too. Toast, uh, yeah, because the, the, I'm I'm now suddenly remembering the times that I would go, and you know have the have the flashlight out there, and inevitably there would always be somebody that for some reason would forget to turn off their flashlight at the right time, and the guys in the back row, right near where the projector were, who would do shadow puppets on on the thing and whatnot, when somebody would forget to turn off their their flashlight when they're supposed to, in the darkness. Just, you know, just intentionally, just the like the four or five of them over there, they would just scream at the one person. And you could tell who they were screaming at by the way that the sound traveled from them. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, this this poor little Ashley, from 27 years old from Tennessee, poor little child. Oh, my God. There were some scenes in that where it's just... Oh, she 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 was not ready. She was not ready. Well, I'm sure that the sweet transvestite part probably freaked her out. She loved that. She she how okay? She said on multiple occasions, "What is it about Tim Curry? I I find him so I find so, I find him so so hot. Is that is that weird of me? Is that wrong of me?" And it's, and here I am. I'm sitting there going, "Hun, no, you're perfectly natural. Everybody thinks that of him." But uh, the one that the, the the two scenes that absolutely freaked her out were the scenes in, in the bedrooms when um, Brad comes in to to Janet's uh, room and starts kissing and making out with her and she's stroking his hair and the wig comes off of him. It's you. I'm afraid so, Janet. And it's Frankenfurter. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, oh, oh. And then the scene repeats with Brad, and it's the opposite way. And she's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because 
Because if you listen to the scene, you will hear Frankenfurter reminding you it's Tim Curry. Frankenfurter yeah. saying, "On my mother's, it's like, oh, <laughs> she was not ready for this movie, and she's already said I would love to watch this with other people because everybody have said I need to see this with other people, but mm-hmm. I can't do that filming right now." And I'm just like, oh, hon, you have no idea. You weren't ready for just watching this straight. You are so not ready for the next half of this. It's not, you're not going to be ready for this. But I can't wait for to, to find out what happens with that. Oh, uh, yeah, in the uh, dinner scene. Yep. yep. Yep, yep. Oh, no, not meatloaf again. <laughs> Yeah, well, again, reminding you, there was no audience <laughs> participation for her, so she's just watching it straight. She's just watching it straight. So, yeah, uh, uh, God, uh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I've got that linked in the show notes because I mean, shit. Oh, it was so worth it. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know what, when all is said and done for the adults or the almost adult, yeah, it's probably the best way of putting it. Seriously, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is just, it really is just so much fun escapism. Mm -hmm. And what I kind of figured out earlier tonight is that the only reason, the only reason to me why the Rocky Horror Picture Show is as much of a cult classic as it is, is not because it's a good film. It's not. Audience it's, participation. It's because the audience is so aware of how bad it is that they are intentionally mocking it. And that's what makes the experience a complete, unique experience. It is a Rocky Horror Picture Show the movie itself is in a class set aside all unto its own. And even having the experience of being with everybody else who knows. Oh God, I can't get, I can't get away with saying that one. Can I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, the audience participation is incredibly regional. Oh yeah. Yeah. There are certain things that some groups do there are certain things that other groups do. Yep. It's very regional. The first time that I saw it in college, which not the first time that I had seen it, but the first time since I was at college and I was at a friend's uh, place upstate from uh, basically the beginnings of upstate New York. There's a scene in the Rocky Horror where there are a bunch of dogs that come running Toward, towards the uh, uh, towards the camera, and there was no big thing that happened when I was you know when I watched it on Long Island, nothing nothing happened for that one. But at this other viewing, the audience chimed in, and I'm I'm going to slow it down so it's so it, people can understand it. Nipples and clits, nipples and clits. Uh, I gotta get me some nipples and clits, nipples and clits. <laughs> well, 
we didn't do that. We did kibbles and bits. Aye. But that's yeah. that, that was the marking of it, yes. Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> I just looked around like, you fuckers are sick. I love it. Well, we were, you know, doing kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. I gotta give me some kibbles and bits. Yes, but it was Rocky <laughs> Horror, so that's why. Right. They- but that's that's what we did in Memphis. But yeah. they used to sell an album uh, of the soundtrack <laughs> with the audience participation in it. I don't know about that. Uh, meaning, I don't have that one. I have the regular soundtrack. That's yeah, got we everything. had the one that had the audience participation, you know, <laughs> in there. And when I listened to it, yeah, there were definitely some differences in some of the lines, and it was regional. Not surprised. Joe, are you okay? It sounds like I might have hurt you just a little bit there. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I have to say the most fun costume that, that we ever did, it was a group project kind of a thing, but we dressed up like a six-pack one year. And we were banded together and had to jump in unison to move. Now, see, I could picture that if you're dressing up as the bottles with the little cart, uh, carton carrier thing no, around you. We were but cans. If but if you're going for cans, boy, that's got to hurt your neck. Well, we didn't. We had to like tie ourselves together at the waist and then hop to get, try to hop together as a unit. And that was very difficult. So that didn't last very long. Yeah, we made it through the door and everything and then decided, eh, screw this. <laughs> you know what? We've got to... Well, we've only got a, a few more minutes. That that kind of brings up one piece for me. Being that Joey and I and and Dallin are most assuredly part of the furry fandom, the guys who are in the fandom who have costumes of their own, mascot type uh, suits, fur suits. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! When Halloween comes up and they get the opportunity to go out and they're in suits and dressed up. And it's not raining, I should add, by the way. Oh, my God. The looks on kids' faces when they see these characters come around. I love it. I love seeing the reactions of the kids. <laughs> I, I I, I, just think that it's so, much fa- it's so fabulous. And these people, the, uh, the adults, have no clue how much these suits cost sometimes. Um, well, yeah. In all fairness, there there are some suits out there where you can kind of guess. Um, but, but usually, those are the ones where you know it's somebody's first time making one, and they don't maybe know quite the right material or quite the right way to put it together. Are you but ragging? On, are you ragging on the triple suit? Are you ragging Absolute, on the triple? Absolutely not. See, he says that. He says that mm. the whole time. I can hear where his tongue is placed right now. In, in, in fact, I had uh, I had come up with possibly. Uh, th- I was thinking about it last night, and I had come up with a possible uh, redesign of the triple suit, so to speak. Because you mentioned something about a forklift last night, and I don't know why, but my brain started putting putting the idea together. Of you with with your head sticking, uh, having like a never mind. 
moving on. <laughs> it's hard for me to explain. It's one of those things where I'd have to sketch it out for you. Yeah, it's okay. One of, one of the original, uh, one of the original design ideas that I had was actually getting a wheelchair and basically putting a wire mesh dome on top of it so that I could wheel around that way. But then I suddenly realized, oh, try to get through doorways is probably not, um, it's not, mm, nope. Nope. So that, uh, that, 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 that did not happen. That one, the, yeah, the, the reason why I'm bringing this one up, uh, Joe, I don't know if you remember uh, the fursuit known as Cryo Wolf. Kinda. Okay. Cryo and I have have known each other for a long time. We we kind of whenever I get the opportunity to be down there for Anthrocon, which has been almost every year, that's a whole other thing. Uh, you know, we we kind of get the opportunity to kind of you know touch base a little bit because he's usually on the clock because you know volunteering time, security, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the cryo wolf suit had been retired a couple of years ago mm-hmm. because, you know, it's been showing its age. It's uh, some of the materials are starting to you know, degenerate because, you know, nothing lasts forever. Yeah. It had cost him when all is said and done, if memory serves, uh, upwards of I forget what the right number was. And. I'm trying to remember if he had said it was either five or $15,000 when all was said and done. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Wow. And like I said, it had been retired. However, apparently he has now decided it's time to have it redone and renovated for a chance to come back again. Aww. Oh, yeah. Now, um, I will, I will also make sure that, uh, we, we link in so folks can take a look and see what, uh, cryo wolf looks like because cryo wolf is one of those first suits that I remember was badass for me to see, but oh my God, the amount of money that some of these guys have been able to, put in two suits makes me feel really good for some of these people because if there is one thing that I, which one was it the year that I was, I think it was the second year, the last year that I was in the triple fursuit when we had the, uh, the fursuit, um, big, no, it was the first year. I'm sorry. Uh, the big, group photo after the uh after the first suit parade mm-hmm. they got the photo of everybody that was in the parade that wanted to participate in the big ass picture of everybody big ass wide picture i might add ran the numbers and figured out that that was well over a million dollars worth of fursuit that was there well wow. over. And if memory serves, I think it was closer to two and a half or even three. Wow. And that number has only gone up with the number of people that keep going, participating. And mm-hmm. 
I don't believe that that necessarily is an accurate representation either, because there are so many suit makers who will charge less than they could for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Some people who make it themselves, so they don't really keep a, a running accurate count of how much it would actually cost. And then you look at how much there is and you realize that is roughly and and Joe help me out if I've if I've got the wrong numbers over here roughly 25% of people that would go to a furcon who have a suit that's on the high it, it is but that's also on the high side I remember hearing that it was anywhere from uh, 10 to 15%, and it's kind of gone up a little bit to where, if I remember right, it's like 25% is a little bit on the high side, but it's kind of in that ballpark. And I would like to attribute a lot of that to more and more people making their own because people have just gone ahead and said, okay, when you're going to go ahead and make your fursuit, here are the things that you need to know about shaving fur that you bought from a company that sells this stuff. You know, the stuff that nobody, nobody really thinks about because they don't do it professionally and people mm -hmm. just share their information. Well, I mean, it's the, the cool thing about the internet and fandoms and all that is that you can get, you know, crowdsourced ideas of this is how you do this. Yep. And I think that that's really cool. And I know it's been it's been years, I know. And I had said a long time ago that I was going to finally make the uh, uh, the the one suit that I've wanted to for years, and I still haven't. I still have your Alice pack, by the way. Thank you for that, Joe. But you know, eventually, eventually. It's not going to, it, it, the idea in my head is not going away anytime soon, but how badass it would be is also still in my head. So one of these days. Well, I mean, maybe after COVID finally does its thing and stuff, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I haven't, I haven't gone to a con in, in gosh. I mean, two years, longer than two years. And Atlanta is looking kind of iffy. You know, I just don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be in April, but I don't know. <sighs> Neither do I. But you know what? Stupid pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole right now because <laughs> we don't have the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that people are having things, you know, virtually now to kind of substitute for that, but it's just not the same. Agreed. It's better than nothing, but it's just not the same. Mm. Agreed, sadly. I have talked way, way more than I normally would for tonight, so... What, uh, what have you guys got to, to finish off with? Because, I mean... Last time that I dressed up for Halloween, it was a flop. <laughs> I did my best. 
And, uh, you know, we were supposed to wear our costumes to work and all that. And uh, this was pre-COVID, of course. And I dress up like Getty Lee. Okay. But a lot of the younger people had no idea who I was supposed to be. And they guessed Howard Stern. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey. I can see that. That seems scary enough. I thought that was funny. like, oh, are you supposed to be Howard Stern? And I was like, uh, no, I'm Getty Lee. <laughs> For what's worth with that, by the way, there was one year that Tiny Tribble at the time uh, had picked out for a Cinderella thing. And I had gotten one of these muscle suit kind of things for Space Ghost. And we went to the local mall where they were having a, a trick-or-treat thing. And there were some high school-ish uh, <laughs> young ladies who came over and were admiring and came over t- and, and said to me, oh, wait, I, I, I know what you are. Uh, are you a, a – and as soon as she said A, I said, hold on, stop right there. If you have to say A, anything, you don't have it right. Don't worry about it. Because I knew there was no way. You can't say, oh, you're a Space Ghost. No, there is only one, the definitive article. So that that, that one that one was a little disappointing. But you know what? Kids kids today, what are you going to do? Oh, what was that Mantis guy from his show? Zorak? Yes. Zorak and, and Brack? Yes. The Lava Man. <laughs> Yeah, I still had fun wow. though being Getty Lee for a day. That's actually pretty. Do you still have pictures of you in the in the you know what uh, after, after the after the show after the show? I'll right? have to look. I'm not sure, but you know, I I you know used eyebrow pencil to do the little goatee, and I had a a black kind of not curly but wavy shoulder length you know wig, and had the round dark shades and the blah 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 t shirt, my black Converse. <laughs> <laughs> you tried it good on you for that. i tried really hard and if i had you know if covid had not been a thing then my friend rita and i were gonna go uh i was gonna be freddie mercury and you know have her be um uh what was her name uh john deacon <laughs> oh, that'd be fun not, no argument no argument at all Hey Joe, how about for you? What 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 last before we get out of here? <sighs> you know, growing up, my family did not do a whole lot of the whole trick or treating thing. Um, that said, I. I had bad luck when it came to the uh, trick-or-treating because there was one year and it rained and it was so cold. There was one year I remember, and I think we were still in Illinois at the time. But I wanted, I, I decided, I'll make my own costume. 
<sighs> I'm trying to figure out how best to describe this. You, you of course, are familiar with the animated series Gargoyles. To some extent, yes. This was right after that came out. And I decided to make a gargoyle costume as kids of... Now, had I done this, I don't know, 30 or so years prior, would have seemed fine because back then, you know, kids making stuff out of cardboard and whatnot for their Halloween costume, that was common. But I did it in the 90s when, you know... Things like Spirit of Halloween and everything were all over the place, and professional ma professionally made costumes were commercially available and whatnot. <sighs> well, I made my own, and uh, <laughs> like I said, it rained, and cardboard don't do so well with rain. No, 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 it doesn't. Thus, giving rise to what my uh, siblings so lovingly referred to as Goliath the Garbage Heap. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. I am. I am. Because depending as to how big it was, what's, what's going through my head right now is the only umbrella you'd be able to use would be something... Off of a patio deck. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite that big, no, but um, let's just say that the majority of it was dragging behind me <laughs> by the time I got home. Yeah, you tried. All right. The last thing that I'm going to give everybody really quickly is just enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. If you get the opportunity to indulge a little bit, again, as always, everything in moderation. And you'd be surprised how long chocolate will last in the freezer. Just saying. As somebody who used to work at a commercial bakery, yeah, chocolate will last a very, very long time in the freezer. All those, uh, all those plastic containers you've been saving up for? There's your chance. So keep that in mind. Have a good time. Be attentive if you're driving. And other than that, just remember the people that we've lost. The people that you've lost. Because it's the tradition that we have to just at least remember one more year. So we're going to get on out of here because A, it's late or early, as the case may be. And, oh God, we got to be dealing with time zones again soon. So everybody take care of yourselves. Thank you for being with us. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about for the week ahead. And I sincerely hope that I don't, I didn't screw up the audio nearly as much as I'm afraid that I could have uh, uh, again this week. Joe, glad you were able to make it. You take care of yourself and... um Good luck this week. I'm I make no such promises. Wait, what? I don't ever expect any kind of 
you know, I don't expect you to promise anything. What, what do you mean, good luck this week? Because you've got a week between the next time that we get together again. I'm hoping that things will go well for you. Is it wrong for me to wish you a good week? Just the way you said it, I suddenly got an ominous. What's going on this week that I forgot? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> I'm clearing the tops of the trees facing to the west. South. Okay, I'm building a trebuchet in my side yard, okay? I'm trying to find out how I can get a, 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 a primary strike ahead of you. Whatever, we'll see what happens. You have you have you have a good week. I will try. Bridget, guess what time it is? It is that time. Okay, we'll give you we'll give you the free center square of uh fuck Mike Pence because it, I mean it, it seems only fair to go ahead and so uh what's gonna happen with this bingo card of yours tonight? We should have that. We should make a randomized <laughs> bingo card of who she's going to go ahead and say to fuck off with. That's what we should do. That's what we we need. We need to make those. I'm sorry. You were saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna say fuck off um, or fuck you to uh, Lauren Bobert mm-hmm. and Marjorie Trader Green. Okay. And I'm going to say fuck you to the state of Mississippi and to the SCOTUS. What did I miss? Uh, their abortion ban thing. Oh, God, not another one. Oh, okay. And, and SCOTUS is supposed to hear it December the 1st, but, uh, you know, also there, you know, was some people trying to overturn, you know, um, not overturn, but put a stay on the uh, Texas law and SCOTUS had already shot down hearing it. Somebody appealed it again and they're like, nope, we're not touching anything until December 1st. And so you assholes that are trying to make this, you know, overturn Roe v. Wade, just fuck all of y'all. That's great. Oh, in Alabama. That link that I sent you about the uh, frozen embryos that were dropped by the patient and uh, people decided they were going to sue for wrongful death and the lawsuit was allowed to proceed. Whatever judge it was in Alabama, fuck you. Great. Do you know where that will lead? We'll figure it out. But wrongful death for cryopreserved shit that got dropped off the floor? Really? You know, to balance that out, how about we have a collective way to go to the continuing efforts of the Satanic Temple? <laughs> because as much as 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 much as Christians want to go ahead and say that, oh, you believe in a literal Satan. First mm-hmm. off, the folks who are Satanists, no, they don't. You know who believes in an actual literal Satan? Christians. Christians. So screw y'all. But- oh, not to plug Netflix or anything, but I'm watching the series Lucifer. 
It is delightful. Okay. I've seen a handful of that, but... I haven't seen that, and I'm waiting for the next. Uh, I'm waiting for the next season of Letterkenny, but that's besides the point. I know some people were trying to protest to get it taken off the air or whatever when it first came out and stuff, but because there's yeah, it's like it glorifies evil, and I'm like, no, he's just a narcissist, and you know, doing doing good work to try to piss off his dad. It wouldn't happen to be the 1,500 people that claim to be million moms. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. So, but it's actually delightful. So, you know, if you've got nothing to do, there's like six seasons of it out. You know, binge watch Lucifer. So, from all of us, a collective thumbs up to you guys over there at the Satanic Temple. Because, to borrow somebody's expression, we appreciate you because you're out there doing God's work. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Way to go. Oh, uh, somebody's going to get picked. You know what? Any up, anybody from the Satanic Temple is more than welcome to come up on the show and have words at me again. I don't think they would be the one. Well, we you you say Rick that. Payton. Yes, we, we did. We had Rick Payton on, and he uh, is is the chapter president in California. Yes, and he was he was he was a wonderful person. He really was. Yeah. Um, maybe, we, you know what, maybe, maybe we see if we get somebody again sometime in the near future, because I would love to do that again. Then again, I would also yeah. like to get, um, Sam on sometime, you know, when he's not being a pissant. As an aside, one really quickly. Our 600 episode greeting to the guys over there at Cognitive Dissonance did not show up on their actual 600th episode it might show up on 600a which is coming up this week i'll be listening for it i sure as hell hope the rest of you are too because god i can't wait to hear if they have anything to say about it but we'll see meanwhile again everybody please take care of yourselves keep having a good smile and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next week so yeah, till don't, that don't forget the next big holiday November 1st. Um half price chocolate day. Okay, okay. There there is that. I uh, I was I was thinking November 2nd, which is election day again, which by the way, I am going to drive and pick up TT because why the hell not? See, I was going to assume it was November 1st uh smarty dust on the wind day. Mm. No, half price chocolate day. I'm pretty sure half price chocolate days in February, but uh, half price candy corn day, sure. Well, they've got half price all their ca Halloween candy on November first. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that all is. Um, Felix, I I am going to be looking up uh, links. Uh, if you guys stick around over on the live chat, uh, I will get links over there also. Uh, they're they're going to end up in the show notes anyway, uh, in in the uh, the for the show. But uh, I will make sure that you get them momentarily. Anyway, again, take care of yourselves. Please be safe. Uh, driving at night, highway overpasses. Be attentive. People want to throw gourds. Please don't allow that to happen. Don't become a statistic. And we will see you again come next week. Till that time, as always, I wish you. The peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, my lady. Too long, loud. 
too long later. I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Stay fluffy. Dream of me. <laughs> Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>